A little after eight, and it's Dr. Simcha and Nisim on the air. And, well, wow. So it's get it turned into winter like in one one day. It turned into winter, but uh, but anyways, it turned dark. It was like very dark. And all of a sudden, we changed the clock. And but you know what? It's so interesting. So I asked one kid. He told me he likes it because now he's getting down to work. Now he's like he's settling down. It's the period of time when he accomplishes the most. So the truth is, the winter is not. It's Lots to accomplish. That's true, you know. But uh, <laughs> also get up early, you know. You get up early and and have a good night's sleep. Good night's sleep, hopefully, hopefully. If yes, uh, that's true. But I, I I don't want to say, you know, every time I say I pl- make plan to go to get to good a good night's sleep, it's always up and the opposite. Yeah, listen, that, that getting into bed is what happens from now till you get into bed is uh, a lot of things. But we said this week we're going to speak about anger. That's what we said we're going to talk about. Correct. So I gave a lot of thought to that. And I, 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 I remember, first of all, anger is a reaction. It's not an emotion. Okay? It's a reaction. It's not an emotion. Because a person, if a person is, is, is emotionally, it's, it's, a person could be angry, but when a person acts out their anger and they and they they scream, it's very often more a reaction to something that's going on that that gets to them. And we see that by the fact that that the Chazal talk about anger as Ramban says, it's like Abu Dazara brings to Abu Dazara and and is the era to Ramban mm-hmm. and well, with you. yeah. And I was just saying to somebody that the Ramban says to read it once a week, but you know, a person who's angry and they and they try and they, they, and they and they and they try and justify it. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, there's really no justification because the truth is, Hashem teaches us in so many ways how anger is just the wrong thing. And you think about, I think all the time, the Yudgimu Midot. What were the Yudgimu Midot? Hashem is made those the most special words because Moshe Rabbeinu was able to find a way of appeasing Hashem's anger. So when someone gets upset about something, so you think, you tell the guy, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you should go be angry at the guy, validate him. Like, you know, psychologists say, you got to validate. No, it's not what you got to do. Don't validate. You're trying to get the person to see otherwise, and and even in the most in, in the most serious situations where it seems absolutely absolutely so one way, if you if you're down the kavzehut and you don't allow yourself to get angry, then you accomplish so much. But the fact is, people get angry, and people get angry. And 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 it's something that we need to talk about. And I can tell you that in my life, I remember when people got angry at me. It makes a lasting impression. It makes a lasting impression. It it really, and it's something 
that takes a lot of work, but I think that I think that teachers teachers are really not allowed to get angry, not allowed to get angry. And I'm sure teachers are going to be very upset at what I'm about to say, but they're not allowed to get angry. So a teacher says, I'm only human. So a surgeon who's blinded in one eye, it's not his fault. He's blinded in one eye. He wants to do surgery. But you tell him, but you can't do surgery because you don't have depth of vision. And so you're going to go look to cut one artery and you might cut the other one. He goes, but I'm only human. Yeah, you're a beautiful human being. But you're not a surgeon. If you have me, that's a cause, then that's just something. You could be anything else in the world. But a teacher is something you can't be. And, and that's just, it's just what it is. So then why is it that sometimes we find it, it goes almost hand in hand? Because I think it's misguided passion. Because they're so passionate about something. So then it gets them, it gets them angry. And that's, that's wrong. Uh, you know what? Uh, Why are you laughing? No, because first of all, I'm agree, I agree with you with you hundred percent. But to come to realize that it's really uh, something that uh, it can be work, it's take a lifetime. I tell you, I, <laughs> I don't know if you uh, last week you were, you were, you was here and I wasn't was here. here I wasn't here. I was okay. dealing with anger. So yeah, so we're dealing with anger, and uh, I, I, I tell, I told my 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 own personal story with anger. I born a very 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 angry person. You know, it's 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 unbelievable. Uh, you know, this is like something that you can you could ask me is oh, why Nisim? Why do you get angry? Why do you get angry? I born like this. You cannot change me. But, that's what we, you know. That's that's but, what I add in my concept. You know. So so I I have to tell you. You could probably will never believe me, but I was also a very angry person, and I had every excuse in the world to be angry. To be angry, and I had everybody to blame, and I had a whole list of people. And one time, someone said to me, someone said to me. I can't stand the fact that you never get angry. Why can't you express your anger? It's healthy. They're trying to tell me it's healthy. Yeah. So I took my hand and I punched through two drywalls at one time. Thank God I didn't hit the beam. Yeah. Uh, so and so, so I said, I have so much anger. If I would let it out, it would be... Huge. I'm a Kohen. I'm Moroccan. I mean, my mother's Syrian. How much more could you have? My father was Israeli. Put it all together. Yes. It's an atom bomb. Yeah. I tell you, if you see my fingers, you don't see one finger without cut. And you're talking about punching a wall. I punch a glass. I punch a six foot guy without even thinking what's going to be. You know, just I'm telling you, just I didn't see when you got angry, you don't see nothing. Right. You just, you see, you, you want to get out and people, you know, and again, they say, why are you angry? And I tell you, the only thing that I, I would say that uh, I realize it's when I become, I starting to be, become Baal Shuva, so-called, you know, and realize that basically is Avodata Midot. And, right. you know, it's not characteristic that I born with this. Yes, I born with this kind of Midah of a mystic and just... 
want to see all, all the time, you know, uh, see right. straight, right? But, but it's avodat amidot. It's when, and what midah is meaning in Hebrew? Quantity. 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 So you always can reduce the quantity. And believe me, you have few days. You have, we have days that you punch, you want to punch the wall, the brick wall, the, the, the phone knocks uh, safe just because, you know, that you, you know, and I learned, I learned that it's, it's about that. It's, it's lifetime working. And I'm telling you, this is like, I, I see it's a lifetime. Working. It is a lifetime. I, I begged, I cry, I, I pray. To Akadosh Baruch Hu to 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 let me know that to, to let me reduce it, and I, yes. I think I think and I, this is something that between you and I don't know between us that really one time in a Brit Mila Brit Mila that from I ask you know we we Sfardik asking for the sandal. Yeah. This is was my asking. Please pray me pray for me that I will reduce my my, uh, my anger. I, I went over to my Mashiach when I was 19 years old, and I told him. By then, I already, I was calmed down. I said, but I feel that I'm too impatient, I'm too angry. He told me to learn the first Sha'ar of Tomer Devorah. I learned this every day for maybe two years and ten months. Every day, I learned this. I learned it. Not just read it. I learned it and I integrated it. And I brought it into my bones and into my body until I realized how much Hashem loves us and how much, if we're angry, how much we're really denying Hashem. Domet Voa is a book that basically almost every day I'm reading it in right. the last, I would say, 15 years. It, it's so and it's and and as, as you said, also Sharek Dusha, but you know, these books. The small, uh, the small uh, uh, amount, and a huge, huge mess, huge mess. You think that the same thing every, every day, but every day a different every day. feeling, it's, every day a different emotion. It's like emotion. You to go to the gym. It's basically practice, 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 and it's amazing. The Tomer Dvorah is unbelievable. Aramak, you know, one of the first graves that I went to 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 Atzfat is the Aramak, Rabbi Moshe Kodavor, and and you know something. So here we're talking. So children, children, that's really our focus over here. Children, if we work on our anger when we're children and we understand and we calm down when we're children, then we can have a chance when we're adults. The problem is when you see adults that are angry, so they teach children how to be angry. That, that's, that's the MS. That's the MS. But I have so many times kids will look at me and say, my parent is angry, or this person's angry, and and it just takes away all surat achaim, takes away all person's life. Our call in number is seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. You could text at three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Also, while we're at it, people should give us suggestions for next week's show. By the end of tonight's show, we're going to talk about what next week's next week's show is going to be about. But if you have an idea what it might be, we'd love for you to call in. Um, I, I, I have an idea of a contest that I'm going to be doing and we're going to be promoting it. And it's a contest for fifth and sixth graders. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but something that's going to be very good and it's going to have opportunity for kids to express themselves and 
eventually kids will be able to be spotlighted and we'll pick like 10 kids that will be able to 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 be in the spotlight and the top three will be on the show and we'll talk about about certain things we're not going to tell you what but if you're a fifth or sixth grader and you have what to say we're going to be listening very soon we're going to be listening very soon just got to figure out the logistics of how to get information in here that's what we're going to talk about but and we're talking about anger yes and you can tell us <laughs> well you know should i say what my idea is yes okay i want i want i want i want to have a contest where kids will present a three minute to five minute story of how they experienced Kiddush Hashem in their life, a way that they feel that they either made a Kiddush Hashem or they saw a Kiddush Hashem and how that made them feel. And then at the end, they'll be Mekabel Omahuchamayim, which is they'll say how much they love Hashem, how much they want to do Torah and Mitzvot. And it could be as creative as you want. It could be as creative as you want. A little clip, and we'll collect them, and we'll go through them. And the we will, God willing, around Hanukkah time, we're going to have an event where we're going to present them, and we'll have the top ones come and present. And the top ones will be put on a CD. Yes, great. And, and you know, we can also uh, we say can video them also. We're going to we video them, but, they, but they'll come in, but yes. they'll send in their own little video clips. Yes. So they'll take either with a phone or with something. Okay, that, well, if they if they send it by video, send it by by uh, writing. Well, not many you know, kids as a video, so yeah. we can do writing. We can send us with text. You can write it. I think and that if they, if they want to write it, it should be a proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then uh, maybe you can contact them and they call call us. Come in and read it. Uh, when we do a meeting and they can come to the studio and can recording this uh, the the story. So I I've already I I have a clip that we're going to be putting out um, during the week that's going to be played about the rules and everything. So we'll play it in this way. If you want to listen, we'll put it on our website. But uh, the idea is that if you guys are not going to call me, I'm going to call you. So if you, we we want your voice. We want to hear what you have to say. And if you're not calling in, then we're gonna. No, I, I want to here. say that the people that are calling you to listen, please. I, if you if you want to listen to us, uh, don't occupy the phone line, because right now it's we're waiting for phone calls to to call us or text. So you can listen to us and the seven one eight five zero six nine zero nine nine seven one eight five zero six nine zero nine nine or seven one two four three two four two one seven. Seven one two four three two four two one seven, and I want to just tell the people that uh, yesterday I got a phone call about a lady that didn't uh, have a long distance phone call uh, phone calls, so she got a huge bill. <laughs> Probably she was she was sitting in the phone uh, uh, hours and hours, so she got big big phone bills from the uh, from the community uh, from the communication uh, company there's still such a thing yeah so uh, yeah so uh, quite a few people don't have the long distance phone call you know so i was surprised also but i she told me to say to to tell it to the people that uh, listen to us to uh, to you know so if you i know that the 712 is is very good quality and no problem with the the 718 we're trying to improve it, and uh, you can walk and listen to the instruction and walk with this. 
You know. And uh, right now we are we we're talking with uh, Rabbi Doctor Simcha Cohen. Oh, Simcha Cohen. Uh, and uh, we're talking about the subject anger. And so, really, uh, we have a, a lot of to talk about it. You know. So you know, the truth is that let's talk about anger is one thing, but let's talk about what happens when somebody is not angry. I had probably the biggest test in my life was when I was working with a kid who was a second grader and he was very, very sensitive. And he's in my office and he spills coffee all over my brand new laptop computer. Now, this was 18 years ago when a laptop computer cost Thousands of dollars. It was brand new, and I loved my laptop computer. I researched for months till I got the one that I wanted. And I knew in my heart that if I would have a reaction, I would destroy him. So my kishkas were like twisting and turning, and he says, oh no, oh no. I said, don't worry about it. Why don't you go get some paper towels? He went and got paper towels. As soon as he left, I ran. He comes back in, calmly, Okay, don't worry. It's okay. Okay, so we'll do something else. Fine. Session's over. I call up Toshiba and I say, listen, this is what happened. I got a nice new satellite and coffee spilled all over it. Satellite? Satellite. 20 years ago. So I said, he tells me, listen to me. And if you listen to me, you'll be okay. Turn it upside down. Don't touch it for three weeks. Don't touch it. Don't turn it on. Don't touch it. Just leave it for three weeks. It'll dry and it'll come back to life. Those are very long three weeks for me. I used to go in and I used to look at it and I used to want to touch it. Hashem, it came back. So I said to Hashem those three weeks, I said, it's hard that I didn't even get upset. Just, I met the kid two years ago. He looks at me. Now he's older. He's a man. He says, I, I can never forget in my entire life you didn't even get upset when I spilled coffee all over your laptop I said I couldn't I wasn't allowed to he said were you upset I said upset I was my whole kishkas were twisting around I was like I felt like my intestines were a challah I said, I was, he said but you we still were nice to me I said because that was my job he said, I'll never forget that. He says, that for me was, it's, as he got older, he realized, the ramp, as a second grader, he didn't realize it. But as he got older, he realized, he said, he couldn't believe it. I would have never thought in a million years that this memory would remain with this kid. But you never know. You, you never, never know. know. When kids receive love and patience from adults, when kids receive love and patience from adults, it is... Such a terufa, it's such a medicine. It's like when we receive it from Hashem, and we hear all, every day we say, Hashem chanum Barachum, Hashem loves us, Avinu, Hashem is our father, Hashem loves us. We say it over and over again, that's our medicine, that's our medicine. If we would only realize that, if we would only realize that. And the truth is, parents are people that get angry, are very often angry at themselves. 
That's really where the anger comes from. They're angry at themselves and they're looking at their kids and they can't, they, they can't believe that this is their kid and they see maybe that they have a flaw or it's something that they identify with and they can't. They can, and it's, and it's a big problem. This is a very sad, as a, as a parent uh, to, uh, you know, to take the, the, the upsetness, upsetness about the kids. And even, you know, sometimes we see it uh, on the spouse. And yeah. un- unfortunately, you know, this, we, we, we see it. Uh, this, but this is not the case. You know, again, we, we're talking about, two, I, I don't know, I, I would divide it for two different anger style. You know, this is something that you as a doctor, uh, I would say that I, I would I would love to get from you the definition more. You know this, I I in spouse it's it's more of a competition, it's more of power. Okay, but you know something, I've met many people that they look at their spouse as their validation. They say, "This is my spouse. This is who I ended up with." So, so often. If I think that way, if someone else thinks that way, I'll say, this is a perfect fit. So I have my weakness, they have their strength, and we clash. Who should I marry? Somebody that has the same weakness and the same strength as me? No. Have somebody that pushes me where I need to be pushed. And if we could realize that that's where it has to be. So then, and, 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 and the bottom line is also, my father, Alev Shalom, was last week. He was a very, 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 very unique man. There's a picture, I want to say, there's a picture in the book Maran of, they call it the wonder class. And you see Chabad Yosef, you see Chabad Baruch next to him, you see all the Rabbanim, David Shlush, you see Chaim Levi. That was my father's class. My father was supposed to have been in that class. He had to come to America because he saved the life of a of one of the Irgun Lehi and he ended up in prison by the British. And he well, he came to America and he came to Mir Yeshiva and Khamazati Azatzal told him he had to come to America and he came on the bottom of a boat. But he had to leave the class. Everybody else remained. So that was his class. He was very special. He was a Yushalmi and he used to say when something happened to him Someone did something to him. He said, what happens to me is mine. The fact that you're a shliach is yours. He says, if something, if you did something bad to me, it was meant to be that I should have something bad to me. The fact that you got to be the shliach to do it, that, that's your problem. Yeah. And that's the truth. Someone does something bad to me, so I deserve that. So I can be angry from this guy. This guy's just a shliach from Hashem. And so... And he, he, he's the lucky guy that got to do it. You know, as our Chacham say, it's called a posel, posel. Basically, when we get, and you, you, when you start to realize it, and if even you're the most nervous person, you know, in the world, suddenly you see that, uh, what make you, uh, make you angry is something that you, you, you don't like inside, uh, in yourself also. The only and, thing is that when someone, there's one anger I haven't figured out yet. When someone hurts somebody that I love, that's when I get very angry. And that I don't understand. And that's, that's, I think that's, that's El Nekamot Hashem. 
It's not anger. It's nekama. It's nekama. It's a different. It's a different level. That, that's what I. That's exactly what I, I want to know. To, you know, ask you about this. You know, we said about husband and, and wife. We talk about them, um, but you see, for example, parent and and ch- children, and uh, the things that you you know you see, for example, you coming like, uh, I don't know something that happen in the world that it's nothing connected to you but it's triggered the, the, the you know the, right. the, the anger in, inside of you know inside of you this is something that I really really want that you elaborate about it I, I think that I think that I think that when it's something that's from the outside that triggers anger I think that's about that that's a personal that's when it, it 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 hits a chord personally i think that when a parent is angry at a child it's and i hate to say this it's it's distorted love it's distorted love people think that to love a child to be angry at a child that that's a way to love them now i'm not saying i'm not saying that Parents should never get angry at a child, but not have anger. Get angry at a child as a consequence and as a reaction to something that a child did that's an appropriate anger. The child should see this is something that evokes an anger response. Someone who has an anger at a child, that's someone who just has an impulsive Anger at a child is a whole different thing. That's oh, what we're that's talking about. The, yeah, exactly. You're that's talking, what we're talking about. Okay, we're talking exactly. I, I'm but not that. talking. I'm not. I am a person. I will show anger to my children when they deserve for me to be angry at them. So kid says, "You're angry at me." So I said, "What do you want me to do? Bake you a cake? You did something wrong." <laughs> so like, why well, I should throw you a party? No, you did something wrong. So this makes me angry. Yes, it does. But do I go crazy on them? Do I lose? Do I, lose, do I say things that I regret? Absolutely not. First thing, when I became principal in the school, and anybody that was in Yeshiva of Kings Bay for 90, in, in the 90s, and, and knew me then, I had a very big office, and I had the office split in two. In the first room, I had chairs. And then in my office, kids used to bring a note, used to give it to me, and then wait outside on the chairs. And they thought they were waiting as a punishment, but they were waiting because I had to calm down. Because I can never react immediately to something that I saw. Because when you really care about somebody and you see something and it really bothers you, then you have a reaction. And your reaction is something that, 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 and so I would have to always calm down because my initial reaction would be to get angry. And it never worked. It never worked. And so I think that my advice to anybody when the child is doing something, or you see the child engaged in something, or something is is eliciting anger in them, wait. Just say, you know what? I have to think about this. I'm going to deal with this in a little bit. Okay. Meanwhile, the kid's going to be he's going to be nervous in his in his shoes because he's sitting there wondering what what are you thinking? And you have time to set, sort, sort your mind out and calm yourself down. And then this way you can think rationally or for me, so El Eitzah, 
how many times I call and I ask somebody an etza, and there are specific people in my life. There's one person in my life that every time I see him, I want to hug him and kiss him because I was once so angry. And it was such a disayon for me. It was Erev Rosh Hashanah. On my way out the door, the phone rings. And someone calls me to say something that infuriated me. And he just picked the perfect time to come into my life, to crawl under my skin and bite me. I was so angry. I walked into Shul, and a very good friend of mine said to me, looked at my face, he said, whoa. He said, that is not a Rosh Hashanah face for simple Cohen. I don't get that. What is wrong? I told him. I told him someone really, really infuriated me. Called me up right right on the way out. I'd already benched my wife. I was like, benched a kid. I was like, out. He says, you know what? He showed me a Gemara. He said, First time I saw the Gemara, it's in Yoma Yutet. The person is Ma'avir Amidotav. Hashem is going to erase all of his avirot. And I said, you know what? I was mochel him out of spite. I said, I'm going to win this war. He's not going to get me. And I was so happy. I said, I'm forgetting about it. Done. <laughs> and I went into Russia now. Whoa. I, I walked through a car wash. The, I tell you, I did, uh, I think, two, uh, not this year, not two years ago, Russia now, I got, I got, very upset about someone. Yeah, good and reason. I, I know, okay. Yeah, so, good okay. reason. So I, I really, I was, I felt, you know, I felt that it really was my present for Oshana. Yeah. And I, I was, was my... I remember you telling me that. Yeah, it was my, I felt that it really was my present. But I'll tell you a story, i tell you something that happened to me 20 years ago. I had Erev Yom Kippur, Morning, you know, we are, my place is next to the bagel. And I had a word, I was waiting for, um, delivery of kitchen, kitchen cabinet. Big truck, huge truck, standing in across the street because the bagel, Yom Kippur, everybody's going right. to buy bagel, okay? So now I, in order to, to unload the, the truck, I have to make a turn. And I had to keep his, you know, parking spot so until people started getting moving. And as as I keeping the place, and the truck is coming in, and one guy just zoomed into oh, it, no. into him, and went between me, the truck, and as I said, I begged him. I said, "Listen," and he was, uh, you know, unfortunately. So he, I, I thought I begged him, please, we have to unload the truck. Can you move? He looked at me like I'm nothing. And he just, I said, you know what? Okay. You stay here until we, un- uh, until we unload the truck. <laughs> he scanned. Okay, he come back. He wants to get out. He wants to get out. Too bad. I tell you, and then I, I, I lost it. I tell you, I lost it because he started... Back, back and forth. It, did, it didn't let us to download, download the, the truck. With the truck. I, I, I was in a, in a so mad situation. I told you, I lost it. I almost picked up the, his car with my hand, you know? Aye. And 
I said to him, if you continue, I'm going to, I'm going to slash your tire, you know. <laughs> as as in a minute, in a minute, four car, four police car come to me. He called you? I called the police on you? He called, he called police on me. He scanned. They put me on the wall, against the wall. Start searching me. <laughs> you know, I, I suddenly become criminal. I become criminal. I tell you. I, uh, the all the all the all things of this I just repeat my, my uh, all the perkelim you know I just I I just memorize the team and it was like I, I'm telling you they wanted to arrest me somebody you know that they they, they wanted with the truck come and talk with the police and all this stuff and I don't want to say what language you talk about you know what kind of language I that I tell you I had a very very rough Aye. Yom Kippur, very rough Yom Kippur. I, I, I don't know. I, I know what I said. You know, but I said, I thought I got an out, I got an out attack. I'm telling you, they, I, and you know, the, you know the problem, I begged, I begged the guy. Listen, it's Arab Yom Kippur. Do me a favor. Then I let me up download the because, truck because that's about something that this shouldn't happen. It's about the, uh, uh, a Jew to a Jew. That's so infuriating. Do I didn't say Jew to Jew. I don't know, person to a person. Saying, I'm saying, but like, when someone like that does something to me, this is, this is when person has such terrible midot. And, I, you know, that, that, that drives me crazy. I say sometimes to people, you're making me anti-Semitic. <laughs> the person, sometimes it, it's, 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 but you know what? No, it's okay, but like, it's, it's interesting how, what kind of can trigger you, you know, that I remember that I, I lift his car with my hand, you know, uh, I was, it was unbelievable, I, I, and I, I found myself that cut my fingers, but I, I was so, I, uh, you know, this is something that can trigger uh, uh, trigger me, and hopefully it won't happen again, I tell you the truth. You know what, but it could happen again, and the next time... Yeah. No, I, I tell you, I, I tell you so many times right now, you're driving, I'm driving, you know, you see how many times people got cutting you or doing to you silly, stupid things in the, in the road. Many times, right? Yeah. And but you that's can, different. you different. can, you can, you can. Something, somebody does something, the hackers like that is different. Someone who in, while driving does something, okay, you know, there's some people do stupid things, but someone who the hackers does something like that, that's 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 not excusable. It's not excusable. Yeah, it's but, not. Look, I, 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 you know. Okay, uh, what can I do? So I know that. Uh, okay, we are all, we have always forty minutes on our show. Yeah, and we are just only uh, people listen on the line. Unfortunately, they don't want. Uh, I don't have. I don't. My, okay, I, can I can I open uh, your show uh, to a parents? With question on a comment about kids, yes, yeah, definitely, sure, of yeah, course. definitely. Okay, of I, I don't uh, have text any, on, my, on my computer. Okay, no, I, I have to fix today the computer. You know, one of the things. Okay, so, okay, so, so me. yeah, so just uh, if you want, really want to ask question about hundred percent, hundred percent, parents, really, questions, parents questions, questions, no, no, no question yeah. about it. A teacher, teacher question, anyone that you know, as as a Pro, pro, uh, let's say not problem. It's something that you know. I know that we got a lot of of uh, when it was like two weeks ago. I got quite a few question about 
kids with anger, you know, nine years old with anger, you know. So nine-year-olds is a very common age for anger. And and what you need to do with a nine-year-old who has anger is you have to figure out what the child what the child is trying to achieve with his anger, what he's angry about. And so not specifically what he's angry about, meaning I want to get this and therefore give it to him. Generally, when a child is angry at nine years old, it's a frustration that they have towards not being happy or being being uh, feeling that they're mistreated or feeling upset about something. So their reaction will be in anger because they're desperate. So what you need to do is you need to show them, okay, that anger is not the way they're going to achieve what they want. Find out what it is that they want. If they want, if they want some, if they want more freedom, let's say, if they want more, uh, a later bedtime, if they want, Whatever it is that they that they're looking for, you tell them. Listen, that is not the way you're going to get it, and it's very difficult because when you have a kid that's carrying on a tantrum, sometimes you feel like you have no choice but to give in. But you need to hold your own, not get angry back. You need to tell them, and and the way I do it is, I have for myself. I have certain lines that I practice i write them down i practice so when my kid let's say is angry i'll say i'm sorry you're upset about this there's nothing i could do being angry is not going to get you what you want and i'll say that i could say that in my sleep (laughs) i could say it a million times and i'm really not thinking about what they're doing i'm just talking to myself and it's something that i say for myself because what i really want to say is if you don't shut up i'm going to take your head and i'm going to pop it off or i'm going to throw you out the window or whatever if i'm angry i can say stupid things so the answer is i just say i'm very upset that you're upset about that and i'd love to help you but there's nothing i could do anger is not going to get you what you want and i'll say because you always say that bingo because that's my savior that's my escape phrase or i wish i could help you I wish I could help you. There's nothing I could do. It's my escape phrase. So rather than allow myself to react, I have something that I practiced to respond. And the truth is, then if a kid sees that you're not responding to them in anger, first of all, you're showing them the biggest lesson in life. You're showing them self-control. Later on, you could tell them, I was very angry, but I wasn't going to show it to you because I wouldn't have helped. And you're giving them an opportunity to learn how to communicate in life to get what they want. The worst, saddest thing is to see an adult who tries to get things through anger. It's frightening. It's frightening. And sometimes they succeed, but then eventually they don't, and they go go bananas. See, an adult who doesn't get what they want from anger, why aren't you listening to me? Why aren't they scared of me? And they, they don't know how to they don't know how to deal with it, but it's very lonely. I think that with a kid who has anger, punishing them or facing them or dealing with them when they are in the throes of their anger is not the right thing to do. Can't do that. 
So when they're angry, don't expect them to calm down and say the right thing. Shut them down. Say you need to stop saying the things that you're saying and we'll talk about it when you calm down. And that's that's what you need to say. And the other thing you need to say to them is, is there any way I could help you? You're very angry. What can I do to help you? Because they are in need of help. A person that's in throes of anger is in need of help. You say, what can I do to help you? And if they say, give me what I want, other than giving you what you want, what can I do to help you? Okay, so we have uh, the, the the question here. Isn't there a level of resilience that a child have that event if a parent yells at them and gets angry sometimes? They will be okay as long as it's loving family. So I didn't say that you cannot get angry ever. And I think that it's normal to get angry. And I don't think that a parent should have a stroke trying to make sure that they're always talking like Mary Poppins. We're talking <laughs> about the fact of being angry about a lot of things. And yes, you're very right. There's a level of resilience and it's a healthy resilience that a child will develop. If they see that their parents are responding to things that are normal responses. And we're talking about normal responses. A kid doesn't do his homework 12 nights in a row and, and, and gets a note home and just looks at you like he's a fish and says, oh, I don't know. So I don't think that you should sit and hug him and say, oh, sweetie pie, please do your homework. No. See, this upsets me very much. You're a very smart child. You could do this. And it upsets me that you're not doing it. And you're very... But screaming and yelling and calling them names and throwing things at them and locking them in the room and giving punishments, no air for a week. Or I, I, I know a person is like, that's it, I'm not making you a bar mitzvah. Sorry, God's making you a bar mitzvah. You're not going to be able to take that away from him. But kid, parents get caught in saying things. You know, that's, that's you know what, we we, that, we, we divided here now the, the, you know, many things together because I, I would I would love to, to talk about, you know, this is really something. It's the reaction of the anger. Right. The reaction of anger is because I would say, I would look at the other side. I said, you know what, if you're talking like Mary Poppins, as you said, they're right. very nice and all this. Sometimes our child, and I we, we're facing these children that basically felt that the parents are cold like an ice, and and this is something that don't care. Like don't care, you know. This this is like, uh, uh, and we found it unfortunately with many many families, and the kids don't know what is meaning the word warm and love. And, 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 and this is this is exactly the opposite. Of what we're talking, we're talking about anger. That that you know you you rage. raise your voice, we're you know, about rage. but when you people you know certain parents losing this, it become a verbal abuse, become physical abuse, and this is wrong. This is something that we know but, we talk. But but when a parent a parent has to show a way of showing a child validation is by showing them that you'll get upset about something. If you don't get upset about anything a child does, there's no bigger. Way of being mevatel a child, just uh, uh, apathetic. Hello, hi, you're on the air. Thank you for taking my call. Okay. You, do you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Do you hear me? Baruch Hashem. Yes, Baruch Hashem, I do. So you were speaking tonight regarding about getting anger. So I find when I get angry with my children, instead of reacting to my children. I will just take myself and tell my children I need to take a walk around the block and then some, it usually calms me down. 
But do they know that you're calming down because you're upset about something? No, I told them I need to go out because I do not want to blow up on you guys. Okay, so they know that they did something wrong. First of all, I think that's beautiful. I think it's appropriate. I think you're showing them the tools to how to control yourself. But you're giving them an understanding that what they did was something that warranted a reaction of you being upset. You're setting a standard, which is important. Yeah, but once, but once when this happened, I was very, very, very angry at my children. And I was taking a walk around the block. And there was a boy that lives in the area that's a special needs child. He, he looks at me. He doesn't, he doesn't talk. So he was looking at me. And he, like, called me over to his hand with his hands to tell me, like, give me. He, he was like, he, like, looked at me lower down. So he, he took his hand and he gave me a hug. Hmm. I said to myself, HaKadosh Baruch Hu just gave me a hug. Because for this child to do that, that was very, very, very not his usual way to do that. He was a shliach from Hashem. hundred percent. But, you know, there's a lot of times where people will tell me things that are very, very nasty, and I will look at them, and I will tell them, Baruch Tihiyah. And they look at me and they say to me, did you hear what I said to you? I said to them, absolutely, I heard what you said to me. And I said to them, may the Rabbani Shalom give you the sense that you need to get the help you need. Well, I have I have something that when someone once asked me, they were trying to get me angry and they asked me, do I make you angry? I said, first you have to exist. People have to be somebody in my life, be important. People close to me can make me angry. People that don't exist, don't have importance, can make me angry because at the end of the day, I walk away. Tomorrow morning I wake right. up and I look at myself. Never, they have to look at themselves, right? And, so this is, but when I when I react like this to people that I, I say to them, Hashem should give you the yeshiva das to be able to say the right thing, they don't know what to answer to me. Right, right. That's very. And true. when you tell a person that's cursing you out, baruch they think you're nuts. Well, I had uh, different thing I used to say. And some I stopped saying, but I used to say Dayan haemet. They say, "What do you mean? Nobody died." I said, "No, I'm not saying nobody died." Say, I believe in Diana Emet. So I'm asking Hashem, just have Mirah Hadim. Don't, don't, don't. Say, you know what? Just take care of it. Like, I, here's my bodyguard over here, buddy. You take care of it. I, I, I'm not dealing with it. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not gonna handle it. I'm not gonna take care of it. And I have, I have a Tata in Shemaim who, mm-hmm. he pays my bills, he takes care of me, and he knows I love him and he loves me, and, He's going to take it. He'll deal with it. I'm not dealing with it. If I start dealing with it, he has a much better way to handle it. A hundred percent. Listen, there's, there's, there's a saying, when we leave, we have to leave everything up to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. That's right. We're just servants. We're just servants of his. We're just on this earth to do his mass and tithing and kindness. That's right. That's right. And kindness is really the key. Because you know and what, you know I was what? with... It, I, it's just I, something to, to teach teach ourselves. Forget about our children. If we wake up in the morning, like saying, when we get up on the bus, we should teach the children, say good morning to the driver. Not the mothers say good morning to the drivers. The right. mothers are not riding the bus. Right. Everybody should say good morning and, to everybody. 
But you know something? Yes, listen, I, I dafka go out. I take the city bus. So I dafka go in the front of the bus when I'm exiting and say have a wonderful day to the bus driver. And you know something? I'm sure that there are many people that notice it, but I can tell you that, that, you know, I said, I said a story last week from Mendel Kaplan from Philadelphia. There was a mechanic who started crying when he died because he said, I'm just a mechanic, but that man, that man made me feel like the smartest man in the world. Yeah. And here was a, a tzaddik and a, a huge, huge tzaddik, but he was machshev, this person, for what he was able to <laughs> contribute. Anyways, that, very good points. I appreciate so much your calling. And, uh, Have a good night. You too. You too. Thank you. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. It's a perfect example of a normal, regular housewife person who has worked on herself, has ideas and ways of handling anger. And you know what? The truth is, rather than laying blame and this and that, so everybody has a good reason. Everybody can find a good reason to be angry. But the fact is, the bottom line is, it's not good for you. It's toxic for you. It makes your life upside down. And it will, it can really, and, and people never forget. Words that come out, people don't forget. No, nobody. You know, this is like a, a traumatic event. Yeah. And, and so people will, you know, people will, will move on and this and that. But, but, and it's, it's very, it's very, very sad. When very good people, very, very good people will lose themselves. When I was in Israel, I'll never forget. This was an impression. I was 17 and a half years old. There was an Avrech. He was a Kail younger man. He was a Chash of a Kail younger man. He had a temper. And he had a fight with a Chiloni neighbor. And he punched the guy in the head. And he hit the guy's nose. And it went into his brain and the guy died. He was sentenced to prison. And they, 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 there's nothing anybody could do. He killed somebody. He killed somebody out of anger. And it was manslaughter. And they, they said, but, but he's an Avrech, but he's a rabbi. He said, this is that. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. He's chaos. And I felt terrible for the guy. Yeah. One, one moment of, of, of passion, anger, and his life was over. His life was over. And, and, if a person doesn't, and this person says she takes a walk around the block, that's a brilliant, you know, do what you need to do. Remove yourself if you have to. And and so you think, but, but I have to deal with it. It's better to wait than to have a reaction. If you see your kid doing something terrible, let's say you find out your kid did something very bad. It's better to wait till you can handle it and deal with it the right way than to go and have an immediate reaction that's going to be a disaster. So you wait, you calm down, and then you deal with it the way it needs to be dealt with. Then then if you want to be angry with them, you want to show them anger 100%. But it's not your initial reaction, which the child needs to see that you understand that they're human. You're angry at what they did, but you understand that they're human. And the most important thing a child needs to understand in the throes of your anger is that there is something called teshubah. If the child sees that there's a way of them fixing things, then there's hope. If a child sees a parent that's so angry that they feel that there's no hope, so then... That's that, that's that, that's, it's, it's, uh, I tell you, um, 
as as you know, we see both sides. I know we always start talking about the cold cold parents and the very very hot uh, uh, parents. You know, and both both of these kids are really suffering later and traumatic event. You know, it's it's amazing. I don't you know see, what's worse. I think that I think the I think parents need to be engaged. I don't know how else to say it. You can't. I can't take my right arm and put it in a drawer for a day. It's connected to my body. I have to be engaged. If I want to uh, let it rest and put it in a sling because it's injured and let it heal, fine. But I can never stop. I can never remove it. And you know something? It's it's it's. You know, we see Yitzchak had two sons, Yaakov and Esav. He couldn't disconnect himself from Esav. He couldn't. It was no. his son. It was his son. And 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 we see Abraham and Yishmael couldn't disconnect. It was his son. It's his flesh and blood. I. You know, listen, I, I think Ishmael was much worse than any of the worst kids today, and Esau was definitely worse. Yeah. But the bottom line is, it says if Dina may have been able to bring Esau to, to, to Teshuvah. Yeah. What? That's Metzius. Why? Because he was Zerah he was, he was Yitzchak. Mm-hmm. He was Zerah Kodesh. So do we understand this? No. No. But the thing is, my father used to say, tolerate everything, compromise nothing. Wow. Strong. And this was his this was his way in life. He tolerated, but when it came to compromise, there was nothing he compromised. This is halacha. He said it in the nicest way. I'm so sorry. I wish I could do it differently, but this is what the Torah says. I'm sorry. And he had, and he kept, to the letter, to the letter of the law in 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 Irani Dahat over there in the middle of nowhere, and I was saying to my brother Avi that he used to pray for the tzibur. He could have cut corners. People wanted to go home. He could have left out one little thing. Never left out a word, not even a letter, till till the end with the David after Alenu <laughs> with the extra kaddish. Yeah. The whole thing, never. Well, we know him. The whole thing. You know what? This is what's supposed to be. And, Beautiful. And, but he tolerated so much. And from that, next week we're going to be talking about appreciation. Yes. Appreciation. Because I think that if we would appreciate what we had, we wouldn't be angry. Thank you. Have Simcha. a great week. And, and you'll be hearing great. about the contest tomorrow. Bezat Hashem. Okay, so you you have the clip, right? You already yeah. the clip. Okay, right. I'm throwing so, it okay. to Iran. Iran will be uh, glad to to but post it's, it. It's generic. No, that's okay. Because you know what? Because Simcha Cohen decided, you know, green screens, bleaching. It's going to be generic. It's you know what? It's the best things to do. Yeah. I always believe that you know, in natural, not. That's right. Okay, so right. have a great I week. Think, thank you very much thank and you. all the best. All Shabbat best. shalom to all of you. Shalom, everybody.